Hey everyone, this is Let's Get Practical with Daryl Girardier, and today we're talking about personal versus church social media accounts. Let's do this. Welcome to Let's Get Practical. This podcast is about church communications from a practical standpoint. It's about what works and what doesn't. It's about helping you cut through all the clutter and noise and getting straight to the point. Today we're talking about personal versus church social media accounts. Now when I talk about personal versus church social media accounts, I'm talking about people who maintain two different accounts. You have a Facebook account that's maybe your own personal Facebook account, and then maybe you also run your ministry's Facebook account or Instagram account, et cetera. And you tend to view your personal stuff as just private, just for you, maybe family, and then you want to have this public-facing side of things. And while on a certain point that kind of makes sense, the problem is is that doesn't work out in reality. And I'll give you two reasons why it doesn't work out. Reason number one is that the reality is there's no real difference between personal account and a professional slash corporate slash church account. The reality is, is they're one and the same. And what I mean by that is, is if you're a minister and you have a public facing uh, Instagram account that I can find, or even if it's on private for that matter, I can find the profile, Facebook, Twitter, et cetera. Um, that is that is has a public element to it. As much as you want things to be private, there really is no sense of actually a true private social media account. If you think about it, that's a bit of an oxymoron to say I have a private social media account. The word social is literally in the title of your account that you have. So the aspect of social requires you to connect with other people. So We've got ministers who believe that, hey, no, I'm gonna, I want to separate my personal and my work environment, which I understand on a theoretical level. You want to keep, you know, you want to be able to go home, you know, and not take home work your work home with you. In the same time, you want to be able to open up your iPhone or your Android device, open up social media account, and not have to look at look at work related stuff. You just maybe want to see, you know, pictures of your friends while they're, you know picking out a pumpkin for fall or something like that. You want to kind of keep those two worlds separate. The problem is, is that that's not really an actual thing that can really happen. You're, you're going to have those worlds intermingle online. That personal account that you think that's just private is never actually really private because if you share something that you think is funny, but probably not something you would share publicly as a minister, somebody takes a screenshot of it. And then guess what? They get sent sent to an, an email to somebody that, private Facebook group that you're a part of or that closed Facebook group that you're a part of that where you know you guys feel like you can share anything quote unquote and then somebody takes a screenshot of that and then they share it online. Those things that are personal eventually at some point could become public. On top of that, when you have a personal account, you have this feeling of you can kind of um you think you in some ways you think you can be yourself. So you can maybe post about um politics you can post about you know current events and you can give your quote unquote unfiltered opinion online which i know a lot of ministers tend to do and while you think that's great cuz that's on not on your you know your church account that's on your own personal account the reality is it's a still a reflection on your ministry so this is how those things can get really really messy really really quick it's why you know the first thing i said was is that there's not a difference between your personal and your professional accounts there your personal is your professional okay that's what you are you're a representative of the church and just because it's online doesn't make it any different so you have to be keenly aware of that and for a lot of ministers they're not aware of that in fact when you talk about this they kind of get uptight and really frustrated and really mad because they're just like they're saying you telling you i just want to go online and see photos of friends i don't want to deal with church work and i'm and, and my response is 
I totally understand that. That's a very valid feeling that you want, but that's not the reality of what's going to happen the moment you are online. That's not what's going to happen to you and it's not going to happen to your content. Your content eventually could follow get into somebody else's hands because just that's just the nature of way online things work. So first thing you got to tell people is there's no thing with personal versus private. And again, that's something that you just kind of have to drill into people. And I say this also, I also find that when I'm dealing with ministers who fall in more of the millennial category, they seem to grasp this concept a little bit better than say my Gen X and my boomer colleagues that I work with. They, to them, still don't quite grasp that, but my millennial and even some of my Gen Z coworkers have a little better grasp on understanding the way this works. The second thing to think through is one, first of one was, Personal versus private, uh, personal versus professional really doesn't exist. But number two is this, is that you need to help ministers understand that that personal account is actually going to be probably one of the best megaphones they have for their ministry. It's going to be one of those things where they can really use that thing to scale out their ministry. In fact, church communication as a whole from a social media standpoint will only work really well when every single minister is online on social media you know, quote unquote, promoting their stuff. It's when they are, you know, really talking, really engaging with people. Um, if they start seeing it as a ministry tool by which they can engage your congregation, engage people who live in the area, they can reflect back, you know, what's going on in their ministry, but also what's going on in the community, re- reflecting Christ, uh, Christ's love for the community. Uh, when you start doing those type of things, your your church communication strategy can, can scale much quicker, much faster versus them just relying on, say, the church's Facebook page or Instagram account to quote unquote do the dirty work and to promote stuff. I always tell people before they come to me and they say, can you promote these things for us on the church's account? I'm going to ask them, have you done it on your own accounts? And they tell me, no, I was like, why not? And they may say, well, I don't, you know, I've got friends who live in Idaho and they don't really care about that. So I get that, but you probably got a lot more friends that live here locally, don't you? And you those people probably need to be at the event, don't they? They they tend to say, yeah, you're kind of right, they do. I said, well, I need to see you're so passionate about that you're willing to share it on their account and not just kind of just throw it over to the church account and let the church, quote unquote, deal with it. Uh, This is not a thing by which you just hand me something and you walk away going, I handed it to comms team, so therefore, quote unquote, it's going to be taken care of. You are a part of this process. You are an ambassador online for whatever your ministry is. And we need you to participate in that process. This can't be a thing where they hand it off and they walk away. Now, again, I'll go back to it and say, generationally speaking, my boomers and Gen X, really more my boomers, don't really often understand this concept. But when I'm dealing with, say, my millennials and even my Gen Z, they have a much better grasp on this on this concept because they, they understand the concept of, hey... I want to share this online because I'm just as passionate about it. And they kind of get a little bit better feel for that. So that requires some training. Um, It requires, again, a culture shift, a culture change. And it's not easy to do. But if you can do that, if you can get people to understand that they need to be so passionate about the thing that they do that they're willing to share it online and they start sharing it online, when they understand that and they start seeing some of the benefits from that and almost get like a feedback loop, then all of a sudden... They're going to get why they do it, and it's going to just kind of cycle and just kind of spin faster and faster and scale out. Again, this is the only way I think really long-term you can scale out uh, on social media is by having more individuals share the content or even post their own content for whatever it is that you're trying to communicate to your audience. And that's what you want the ministers to do. You don't want them to be this isolated thing by which they have their own little private accounts, and they really aren't the public-facing part 
of the ministry, which is, again, I'm going to go back and say, it's a bit ironic that like, you know, people look at online, like in a totally separate category. I would say like, if you're a minister and you're walking through a grocery store and a church member walks up to you, starts talking about work, you don't say, Hey, this is private time right now. I'm at the grocery store. You just, you talk about work. You talk about what's going on at the church. You invite them to go do things. Online to me is no different. That's the kind of mentality you have to have when you go online that guess what? You're entering into a public sphere and guess what? You're going to share stuff. You're going to talk about stuff that you're passionate about. You're hopefully you're passionate about your work. And maybe it's a thing that reality of it is, is, is if they're not willing to share it online, they may not be that passionate about it. And then you have a whole larger question about whether or not this is what they need to be doing. Again, I don't think you want to go there with people because I think they may bring up some issues and you know, you, that's a whole longer conversation, but it really is about, are people passionate about what they're doing? And if they're so passionate about it, they should be willing to share it online. And that's a, that's a challenge, if you will, that you're, you know, that's a line in the standard you're drawing with people. And it's a hard line to draw, but it's one that you want to draw because you want people who are so passionate about what they do, they're willing to share it online. And, and that's what you need is, but that's what you need to do as a church communicator, help draw that line and help get people over that line to where they're willing to share about their content. That may require more training, may require you giving them more assets by which they feel comfortable sharing videos, uh, images, graphics, whatever that is. But you you need help walk alongside that person and help them understand that personal account is not really personal. It's really public. And it's just one tool that they can use to help enhance and grow their ministry for the kingdom of God. This episode of Let's Get Practical, do us a huge favor. Leave us a rating on iTunes. You can subscribe there as well. Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher. I think we're all over the place. So feel free to do that. Until next week, you guys take care. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye.